Hey there, it's your girl Andrea Griffin Rogers. Don't you think it's high time to wake up to some healing? To be revived from brokenness to wholeness and from pieces to peace? Well, I do. So come and join me at the Can I Get a Favorite podcast. Enjoy it. Hey guys, how are you today? I pray all is well and that this message reaches you in the best of energy, spirit, and good faith and health. Today, I want to start off with a quick announcement before I get into the message. Um, Maybe some of you guys have already noticed it. I mentioned it before, but we are making some changes over here because the Lord is moving. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so the Can I Get a Favor podcast is no longer going to be called that. It's going to be called Agents of Revival podcast. And the name change has come because... It needs to reflect the full ministry, which is Agents of Revival. And, you know, that's what I heard God say. And so we're changing and shifting some things around. We are still going to have our Can I Get a Favor moments in the podcast, of course, guys. But the name is going to be changed instead. So you'll see on the logo art and whenever you go into um, any of the platforms that we're on right now, which is um, Spotify, Anchor FM, YouTube and drumroll please we are now on Apple Podcasts y'all so if you go on to Apple Podcasts if you have an Apple product you can search for agents of revival that's agents like an like an FBI agent <laughs> agents of revival and you can search for us there and subscribe to our channel so you can stay in the loop every time a podcast drops which is normally daily and um and if you feel so led, we would love for you to review the podcast. Uh, tell us, you know, what you think about it and how it's benefiting you or um, just what it's doing in your life. It would be great to get your feedback on how this ministry is reviving you. <laughs> um, so just be aware, guys, that, you know, you'll see more and more changes coming along. But don't be alarmed. It's still the same me. You're going to still get the same message, just different look um, in terms of the cover art and the name, Uh, as well as within the next few weeks, we'll be wrapping up for the end of the season of this season one. Yay. How awesome that we got to this point, man. I didn't even know when I first started this that I could even get to the end of one season. But child, the Lord did it. And so we'll be wrapping up the end of season one for the holiday season. And we won't be back until the new year for season two. But if you guys follow me on Instagram at Andrea G's or at Andrea Griffin Rogers, or if you follow me on YouTube at Andrea Griffin Rogers, you'll stay in the loop of other content that I drop that is not um, in conjunction with the podcast. You know, the podcast has its own little special pocket, but then you guys... And if you guys that follow me know that on the uh, social media platforms, I kind of release some videos and some other messages. So definitely go on there and check me out there. Again, that's Instagram and YouTube at Andrea Griffin Rogers. Also Instagram at Andrea G's. Um, Two different pages. Same me. (laughs) All right. So let's get started. Today's message, guys, that the Lord gave me to talk about is a liberated mind stirs a heart of faith. A liberated mind stirs a heart of faith. 
Let us pray. Spirit living God, we come to you right now. I just want to say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to just share and just check in with you. And by checking in with you, we are checking in with ourselves, centering ourselves on your peace, your love, your grace, and your mercy, and more importantly, your rest. Father God, give us balance in our lives. So many times we're so focused on everybody else and showing up for everything else that we neglect our own selves. But Lord, give us the opportunity to be set down in the spirit and to be able to balance things we know father god that balance is not about time management but about boundary management so help us lord to have better boundary management so that we can better our time and use our resources well to serve others Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. Continue to guide us, mold us, and shape us into who you have always called us to be. Help us become a new person in you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. So a liberated mind stirs a heart of faith. It's talking about how you need to have your mind transformed. And it kind of piggybacks off of the scripture in Romans 12, verse 2. I'm going to read two different versions for you guys because I want to just give you a different uh, sort of outlook or context on it. And so Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And that's from the NIV version. I'm also going to read from you the Amplified version, which says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And so again, that's Romans 12 too. And I wanted to talk about a liberated mind stirs a heart of faith because I realized as I look back over my life in this season that God had taken me through my Job wilderness season, I realized just how much God transformed me into who you guys hear and see today. I didn't just become this overnight. It was a process and a crushing that God had to take me through and it was hard it wasn't easy but I'm so glad I allowed God to do the work in my life because the work that he did allowed me to see that there was so much better on the other side there was a beautiful light at the end of the tunnel of transformation and all I had to do was just allow God to take me through the process even when I didn't understand what was going on I didn't know things didn't seem to make sense to me but child and I always say it don't make sense it better make faith and so i had to just trust in the process and do the work the holy spirit does a work inside of you when you start studying and reading and meditating on god's word which is the bible when you do that and then stay in constant communication with the father which is prayer when you do that the holy spirit starts to do a work in you but that's only part of the work the second part is you having to face you. And a lot of times people don't want to be liberated. They don't want to face them. They only want part of the solution, but you don't want the rest. But it's almost like getting half a cake, <laughs> you know, or getting part of the ingredients to bake a cake 
but not the rest. And you're like, well, how can I bake a cake with only flour and baking powder, but you ain't give me no eggs, no milk, no sugar, no nothing? And it's the same thing. It's like there's some things, some ingredients that go inside of that cake that make it so ooey gooey good, delicious job. And God is doing the same thing with you. There's part of the ingredients that he gives you freely, which is his word, which is prayer and establishing relationship with him, which is the Holy Spirit coming into your life when you repent of your sins and welcome him in. That's the part of that's just the flour and the baking soda. That's the given. But then there's some other ingredients that you got to do on your own. You got to go and face you. And that's pretty hard for some people. And to be quite honest, it was kind of hard for me. But I got to the point where I was desperate for change. I did not want to stay in that same mindset. I didn't want to stay in that same grief and depression that I was in. And so as hard as it was, that meant I had to face some skeletons in my closet that I didn't want to face anymore. There were some doors in my house of my heart. And you guys know, because I'm sure you experience the same thing, where there's some doors in the life of your heart that you feel like is do not disturb <laughs> do not disturb don't go over it it's caution tape over it baby because if you open that door all hell won't break loose but child that's exactly what god wants in order for you to be liberated he wants you to take off the yellow tape go don't even go in proceeding with caution baby just knock and kick open that door and face the demons or the skeletons or the fear or the shame or the guilt or condemnation, whatever that is that is in that closet, he wants you to face it. Face your past and heal from that thing. You can only face the demon inside of you and, and heal from it by addressing it. It's like a dream, guys. Have you ever had a dream where it's like uh, you, it's a masked figure chasing you and you don't know like who this masked figure is, but you're just scared. And I kind of thought about this because I was watching a movie recently. <laughs> Where it's kind of like the same thing. It was kind of like a new take on um, this, the um, Scrooge story. And so it's like this masked figure chasing you. You're like, I don't know what this is. And I'm scared. I'm afraid. I don't want to face. But as you know from the Scrooge story, um, you know that Scrooge doesn't change until he sees and faces his past. And sees how much he's missing in the future. And then, or the present rather, and then sees that by him not addressing what needed to be addressed, his future is wasted. And people are even relieved that he's gone because he never took the time to make the necessary changes in order to be his best self. The best self that not only he would love, but others would adore. And God is saying the same thing to you today. Liberate yourself. Liberate your mind. By allowing your faith to not only be tested, but to be stirred in facing you. And your faith is stirred because when you face you, you're afraid. But the, but God says in 2 Corinthians um, 12 and 9 that when you are weak, he is strong. So it's okay. His grace is sufficient. For his power works best in weakness. So it's okay if you are feeling weak and afraid in that moment when you are trying to face you or that skeleton in the closet. God is there with you. 
welcome him in and when you welcome him in he stands right there beside you dare i say holding your hand or lifting you up like footprints in the sand helping you navigate and get through it there's no condemnation in jesus but you stay in condemnation and shame and guilt and fear when you are afraid to face you you are afraid to face your past and that's the enemy the enemy wants to keep you in that bondage of fear the enemy wants to keep you locked out of doors that god has already established with your name on it god wants to open those doors for you those new levels for you but if you don't face you on this level you will not succeed and sustain on that next level so god is saying face you today allow your mind to be liberated today so that i can stir your heart of faith and make you anew make you a new creature a new person in him but it all starts within you gotta allow the work to be done from within that's the only way you're going to see a full and complete transformation in your life i've heard so many people who identify themselves as christians or believers in jesus and they've been going to church organizations for generations and decades child and nothing in you has changed the question is why Part of it could be the religious system you're a part of, but the other part can be your reluctance to change. You won't discipline yourself to do the hard work necessary that it takes to change from the inside out. You won't address the areas in you. And so you say things like, well, I'm too old to change, child, and you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Child, yes, you can. If you are willing to do the work and dedicate the time needed to change. That's a cop out, baby. If you are telling yourself you are too old to do something, it's a cop out. If you are still living on this side of heaven, God says, I still have a plan for you. I still have a plan for your life to prosper you and not harm you. God is not trying to destroy you by, by telling you to address your past. He's trying to transform you. He's trying to get you free out of bondage. But so many people will rather keep those doors closed. Will rather keep that caution tape up. Because the enemy wants to keep you in shame to that path. But God said in Revelation 12 verse 11. That we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. You overcome the enemy's powers. You overcome the enemy's working in your life. You overcome that shame and that guilt and that condemnation by facing you, by telling your testimony. But the only way you can get free to even share your testimony or your story, just like I am doing today, is by facing you. When I first started on this journey um, eight years ago, when God took me through the wilderness season, I could not really tell people about my story. I would only tell them things that I felt like were okay. I was okay with that part getting out. I was okay if you would have gossiped about that. Because that, that to me seemed like small stuff. So I don't mind telling you some small stuff, child. But that deep stuff, those deep-seated, rooted wounds, baby. The ones that, like I said, got that caution tape and, and a bunch of locks and bolts on the door that says, Do not disturb. Don't ever go in there. Child, I would not share it with anybody. Because I was too afraid. 
and ashamed of what people would think. And some of that was people who hurt me from my past. But I was the one carrying that condemnation and that shame and guilt that said, I can't tell you about that story. Why? Because it still hurt. It still stung to even go near that door so I wouldn't be bothered. But child, God got me to the point where he sat me down and said, you are going to face you and you are going to heal from this from this past. It is making you sick of heart and I can't get my message through to you, says the Lord, because you keep yourself locked up. You keeping these fences around because you've been offended in your past. But the problem with fences, as I taught about before, is that you keep yourself closed up, but you also keep the blessing out. God can't get a message to you. He can't get healing to you. He can't get a breakthrough or miracle to you. He can't take you to the next level because you got these fences around you, these locked doors around you and walls and vaults around you that says you can't come in because I've been hurt before. You are hurt by people. You are hurt by religious systems. You are hurt by businesses. You are hurt by people that didn't know how to handle your heart. But God knows how to handle your heart. Baby, I'm preaching better than y'all listening, okay? God is telling you today, liberate your mind. Allow me to do a new cleansing work in your life. Allow me to go into those doors that you have been afraid of. God already is there and knows what's behind those doors anyway. So the only person, again, when it comes to fences, you're keeping out is yourself. And the blessings that he has for you. But God is saying today, it is time to take a stand. Make a decision in your life to choose the path that he has for you. He wants to do a new thing. And he wants to bless you by doing a new thing. He wants to get healing to you so that you can be in alignment for your assignment. But it all starts from within. He cannot get something to you if you won't allow him to do that. It says in Proverbs 17, 22, uh, I'll read two different versions, the Amplified Version and Message Version. So Proverbs 17, 22, Amplified Version says, A happy heart is good medicine and a joyful mind causes healing, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. And then the message version says, the cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. Why will you allow yourself to continue to be sick in your mind, sick in your body, sick in your heart? All because you won't become liberated. You won't free yourself from the things of your past. I don't care how much you've done in your past and neither does God. We all have a past. We all have a history. We all have done some things, child. But God is saying today, become liberated. Allow him to do a new thing in you so that you can become free from that. Jesus died so you may be free. Why are you allowing the enemy to keep you stuck? I get that it's going to be hard. And this is why it is important to have the right Christian counselor to help guide you and the right spiritual groups, the right people who God has ordained to be in your life. And that's about having wisdom and and discernment to know who's the right people that God wants you to walk this thing out through because you're going to need support. 
I didn't get here because I didn't have support. I tell you guys all the time, I was desperate for it. I was desperate to be free. I was desperate for my healing. So I went through two and a half years, three times a week sometimes, of counseling sessions. The minimum was two. The maximum was three times a week of counseling sessions with my Christian counselor. And then I also had spiritual mentors and a spiritual group that I would um, submit myself under and consecrate myself under so that they can help stir my faith and help pray me through when times that I felt too weak to pray or I didn't feel like I could pray because I didn't know where to start they were there to help me and to pray me through and to, to to continue to lift me up in prayers even on days when I didn't think I needed prayer they still were praying for me this is why it's important to establish community. And that doesn't necessarily mean having a church organization that you belong to. For some that will be, but for others, God will just send the right people your way. The right people who have the heart of Christ, who will be salt and light in your life and will bring the word of God to you and will teach it to you accurately. Not biasly, but accurately speaking in spirit and truth. Like the Bible says, but you got to let God do the work in you. It says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Another translation puts it like this. All scripture is God breathed, given by divine inspiration and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, Behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage so that the man of God or woman of God may be complete and proficient, outfitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. This is what God wants for you. He wants you to do good works. He wants you to be your best self. He wants you to be obedient in him and to be able to discern good and bad and to be able to be salt and light in the earth privately and publicly. But so many of y'all are private Christians and not public Christians. People don't know your faith publicly because you don't portray it. But God wants you to show your faith. Don't just show it on Sunday at the church. Show it on Monday morning at work, Tuesday afternoon at Bible study, but also Wednesday at the doctor's office, Thursday when you go out shopping with your girlfriends, Friday at dinner with your significant other or a group of friends or wherever. God wants to be with you wherever you are. He wants you to take your faith with you wherever you are. It's not about being churchy or or, you know, speaking church colloquialisms. It's about being totally transformed that when you walk into a room, when people hear you speak, they say it is something different about you. I mean, when you just around, I just feel better. I just feel a warm hug when you speak. I just feel so much lighter by being in your presence. You know what that is? That's God. That's your faith shining through you. And on to and out to others. 
so many times I used to question and think it's so weird or something because I would go in just random stores or whatever and just people will automatically just pick me out I mean I don't even work here you asking me questions about fashion or whatever or you're just asking me something or you just you know wanted to just smile at me and just say you know hello or or who are you you know who is this person and it's just like well I mean you know and I didn't know what it was but I've learned that it's the light of God shining through me that people can see it just by my presence I don't have to open my mouth people just see it they sense it they feel it the same way that evil could be around you and, pe- and evil people will shun you or not want to speak to you or be around you or, or walk near you because they see the light in you that says that's a child of God. Don't go near them. Don't touch them or unless you want to be transformed, baby, because that's a child of God. You can't touch the anointing. God wants to do the same thing in your life. All of us have gifts and talents that the Holy Spirit has given us to be edified by God. But it's up to us to submit it under his authority to become so liberated in our minds that our hearts of faith burst out in those gifts and talents. That people can use it. And this is not just about gifts and talents being used in a church organization. Many of you are great nurses, great doctors. You're so great at your job, whether it even be a garbage man. But you just do it with such excellence that people just love to see you come. You could be uh, working janitorial services or working in a mailroom. Whatever your thing is, you're a hairdresser, whatever it is. But you do it with such excellence that people just adore you being there. You're just a light in a dark room. God has you there for a purpose to use your gifts and talents. And then there's some of you that may not be in the right place uh, of your purpose or destiny. But God still can use you where you are as he shifts and moves you to where he needs you to be. But it's about welcome, welcoming him in to your heart. Allowing him to liberate and transform your mind by helping you face and address you and the past and the painful places that you don't want to address and go through. But it's to experience them so that you can be free and liberated. And so I pray that this message stirs somebody's faith that helps them to see that God is trying to do a new thing in you. It says in 1 John 1, 9-10, if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he, the Lord, Father God, is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us continually from all unrighteousness, our wrongdoing, everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. If we say that we have not sinned, refusing to admit acts of sin, We make him out to be a liar by contradicting the father and his word is not in us. You want God's word to be in you. But in order for his word to be in you, it means letting the Holy Spirit do a new work. Allowing him to transform you. And in him transforming you, it's going to be facing some areas of your life that you have been afraid to face. Do the work so that you can get to this place that I talk about all the time of being in a place that peace surpasses all understanding, a place of balance, a place of rest, a place 
that is so whole and complete. Needing nothing because I am so healed in the Father. I'm so grateful of the work he has done in my life. I'm here as a willing testimony to tell you that if you allow God to do the work in you, if you face those parts of your life that you have been so afraid to face, it will be the most liberating experience of your life. You will become so free. It will be like a breath of fresh air you've never taken before. I promise you, the work is worth it. Let God do the work. Do me and you that favor by allowing the Holy Spirit to do a new work in your mind and in your heart. So that you can become your best healed, whole, and balanced self. This is who God the Father has created you to be all alone. A liberated mind stirs a heart of faith and so may the lord bless you and keep you cause his face to shine upon you may the lord god be gracious gracious to you show you his favor and give you his shalom give you his peace as always i want to thank you for listening to the can i get a favor podcast you can find like and follow me on instagram at andrea andrea g's that's a-n-d as in dog r-e-a g-e-s as in sam or you can subscribe on YouTube at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S as in Sam. Also, we're just starting this new venture. And while new opportunities will come and help us continue to grow, your charitable donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give your seed. You can click on the links in the description. Or you can download either the Cash app or the Venmo app. If you have Cash app, you can find me at Andrea G's. That's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A, G-E-E-S as in Sam. Or if you have the Venmo app, you can find me at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A, G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S as in Sam. Again, thank you for your seeds and contributions. Take care and God bless.